voice of leadership has got to now step on the scene. God has got to step on the scene and lead your people. God, we can't go any further. We've tried. We've tried. God, we've given it our best. God, but we're coming to you. God, we're coming to you with all our inabilities. God, we come to you. God, right now we've exhausted everything we know to do. It's time for your visitation. It's time for the visitation of your spirit. It's time for the visitation of your word. It's time, Lord Jesus, you said, of course, correction. God, you said, be still. You've said it all, and we've done our best. God, now it's time. It's time for that manifestation. God, you set the leadership on the scene. You do it, Jesus. Just like the apostles saw that day, he saw that screen, that scene split and the Elijah stepped on the scene just like that. Lord, he just stepped through and there he was. God, it's time. It's time for that manifestation. God, it's time. God, there's got to be a leadership and a voice in the earth to stand up. God, there's got to be a voice in the earth to stand up in this hour right now, Jesus. Not another day later, God, that voice has got to stand up in the earth. God, not one person, but one voice. Lord, one voice, God, it's not one person, but it's one voice, one voice to step on the scene all over the world that's going to bring the body of Christ together. God, is going to give us leadership to go forward. God, I thank you for it, Lord. God, I thank you for it, Jesus. I thank you for it, God. I praise you, oh God. I praise you. I praise you, oh Lord. I thank you for it, God. I thank you for helping us to hold on and wait, God. I thank you, God, for causing us to be still, Lord. I thank you. Come on, God. Come on, y'all. Reach out and pull. Come on, let's pull on him. I feel his spirit working. I'm telling you, these are the words of the Spirit of God speaking this morning. He's instructing us in prayer. He's leading us in prayer. This is the prayer. We have to have this leadership. We must have it, y'all. We do everyone knows that we can't keep going. We're telling the truth today. We cannot keep going like we have been. We have got to have the voice, and then we got to follow it. Yeah. 
thank you for your spirit, Lord. I thank you, God, for that working of your spirit, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, Jesus. Come on, God. Come on. Pour into us, Jesus. Pour into us, Jesus. Pour into us, Jesus. Every one of us in here is meant to be leaders, God. Every single one of us, God, is meant to be leaders, God. You pour into us today. God, if you're going to start here, God, I don't care where you start. Just start. God, I want to see you rise up in the earth, God. Point into us, God. Equip us. God, you show us, God. God, let us. Lord, I believe we will follow. God, maybe I'm giving us too much credit, but I'm trusting you, God, that the areas that we don't want to follow, that your spirit's going to apprehend us and cause us to follow, God. When you call Peter, Lord, when you call those apostles, God, they left everything. God, they dropped their nets. God, and they fell on after you, God. Oh, God, you help us, God. Help us, Jesus. Help us. Apprehend our lives, oh God. Apprehend our lives. Oh God, apprehend our lives. You know, there's not one more message, Pastor, can come out here and preach. There's not one more message, Brother Michael, can come in here and preach. We have got to have the move of His Spirit. We've got to. We, as the vessels of the Holy Ghost, as the vessels of God, have got to be prepared and able to receive. Hallelujah. He doesn't need to crown one more word down our throats. What we need is a receptive spirit and a receptive heart when he pours himself into us. Oh, help us to receive today. Help us, God. Whatever our stumbling blocks are, help us individually to move on. Help us, oh God, to accept and acknowledge where we're not surrendering. God, help us. Help us today if there be any other thing. God, we have got to have. We have got to have a move. God, that's going to apprehend this world. That's going to cause this world to stand up and take notice. There's got to be a voice. Step on the scene. There's got to be a voice proclaimed all over this world. There's got to be a voice, Jesus. It's time. There's got to be a voice, Jesus. This world's in chaos. God, the world's in chaos everywhere. Thus, there's got to be a voice that's going to pull your people together. God, first your people got to be pulled together, and then they can go reach for the lost. God, you've got to pull your people together. God, let your voice stand up where your people can latch hold. God, do something in us. God, make us effectual leaders. God, make us effectual leaders. God, I understand daily things that people need guidance in, but it's got to go beyond that, God. There's got to be a maturity and a definition and leadership that's going to cause people to be propelled forward, God, that's going to make us, God, to become those effectual, God, disciples, God, that we manifest Christ everywhere we go. Lord, there's got to be a leadership that causes other people to follow into that. Lord, pour into us today. God, January the 2nd, 2021. Oh, God, pour into us today. Pour 
transform us. That you wipe those things away, God, that we present ourselves today and you translate us and transform us, God. Oh, into this kingdom of your dear son, oh Lord.
You are speaking light into the darkness, God. It's going to rattle people's worlds, God. They're going to be rattled. They're going to be rattled. They're going to be addled, and it's going to make them mad, and they're going to be angry, God. There's going to be a great wrath and great anger go across people of the earth because they're not going to like your conviction. They don't want to feel you draw them, God. They're so full of rebellion, God, but there is a people. There is a people that are just looking for that voice, God. They're just looking for that voice. They have people that are just looking, Lord, they just wait to hear your voice. That remnant throughout the earth, Lord, send out your voice. Call them up and call them together, Lord. They're waiting for you, Lord. I know the earth is full of rebellion. I know it is. I know it is. And I know it makes them mad and it makes them want to kill. I know that, Lord. But there's a hungry people all across this earth, Lord. There are hungry people. God, and we're waiting for you, Jesus. We're waiting for you. Not to split the heavens for the end of time, but we're waiting for you to make you for 
King and the Lord is Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is working in the midst of us this morning. Like Sister Lisa said, I don't we really just don't know what they didn't know what to do when they went into that upper room. Amen. The Bible don't tell what they were, you know. We don't know what all they were doing in that upper room. Amen. We have speculation. We believe that they were praying. We believe that they were tearing. Amen. But they were waiting on something. Amen. They were waiting on a promise of God that they had never seen before. Didn't know what it felt like. Didn't, didn't know really anything. They just they just were trusting in that God was going to do something. Amen. Amen. That's what I. That's what we have to do. We got to take our. We really got to lose our mind. Got to lose ourselves. Amen. As long as we have this mind that we think that we know what God is going to do. Amen. That we know what it looks like. Amen. We know how it's going to come to pass. That we will never move forward into what He wants us to go. I'm talking about in a way that He's never been before. Everywhere that I've came in God come to in God at this point, somebody has stepped in and operated in that ring. And now we're at a place where no man has ever gone before except one. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Except one. Amen. I mean, Sister Lisa was talking about something the Lord began in prayer just when He began to deal with me on some things. I'm not going to... Hallelujah. So we got to learn how the Spirit of God has got to come inside of us. We got to be receptive to Him how to lose our life. How to lose our life. Those disciples, when Jesus walked up to them and He called them out, you know, she said how they dropped their nets and went. You know, they forsake. Things. They just didn't look here. Their family went with them and followed them and things. You find that in the Bible. It ain't like a lot of men that's taught. There was, was an inward forsaking of their life, of their will. It wouldn't just Man, they've been many men left many things, earthly possessions and, and things like that, seeking after the will of the Father or thinking that they're going in the will of the Father. You know, it's way further than just leaving your job. It's way further than just going over here and speaking to somebody about the Lord or speaking and giving counsel to the Lord. It's way more than that. To be a pilgrim and a stranger in this land. Seeking after a country. Amen. Not made with hands. Amen. Not up there, but living well. Not up there. Amen. Amen. But receiving something, operating a realm where you're not affected by things. I'll ask you a question, amen, for you to ponder on for the next week or years. Again, I hope you won't ponder on it for years, but I know pastors got a word, amen. I don't want to take up any other time. But the Lord's just dealing, He's just been dealing with me all day. He started in prayer, He really started. Dealing about losing our life and about our call. See, Jesus, He surrendered His life. 
is weak to the will of the Father. He, he surrendered his will. In other words, nothing he deemed more important than the will of the Father for his life to come to pass. Amen. I mean, and that's what you got to understand. But that's what the Lord, that's what he's talking about losing our life. He says, no man. If a man shall lose a life, he shall find it. If you lose your life, you shall find life. But if you find life, you shall lose it in this world. And the Lord began dealing with me on some things. I'm going to ask you the question that the Lord asked me. or, or, or He really just gave me some wisdom about some things, how to, how to see things. Because we think that we've given up a lot. We think that we've given up. Hey, when the Lord speaks to you, you can give up something. I walked off a job. My wife walked off a job, and we walked up here to do I mean, like that, because the Lord spoke. If He dropped, if the Lord speaks, you can, you can. When the Lord called them a, a disciples, and He spoke that word to them, they heard that word, it became that thing, and they were able, that empowered them to, to walk off of their job, to walk off and drop their nets and go. But the will of the Father. When Peter, when he had that revelation of who Christ was, and he said, well, where shall we go? Yeah. What shall we do? He's saying something. Right. He's saying something. Yes. You know, but there was a time he didn't know what to do, so he said, I'm just going to come back fishing. But he had seen something. He's seen something in a realm, maybe. Yes. He's seen something in a realm. Yes. Yes. Amen. He's seen something in a realm. Amen. We know we know he went back, you know, for a season there, just for, just for a minute, for to the Lord come again and visit him. And then he was really, when that Holy Ghost came, when they got that spirit, he was converted. And he began to leave. There was something. There was a faith. There was a power. There was something to come full in him to lead the people. But the Lord asked me. Because I, I really been being honest with the Lord. The Lord is talking that the, I'm telling you, the Lord back last year, about, I guess it was three months ago, I guess it was, when the Lord, He spoke to me when I was in here. He told me a few things about what He was calling me to do. You know, to go on into to, to yeah. something. And I'm like, Lord, I just, I don't know. I just don't know. You know, of course you want to do it. It all sounds good. It all sounds good. <laughs> it all sounds that. So you have to start yeah. losing things. But what the Lord really dealing with, you just got to deal with those things. It, it, hey, I understand. It takes a while to deal with some things. And to say, yes, Lord. Everybody say, yes, Lord, send me. And you want to be sent, but then... When you're faced with all of that, when you really start laying it out. But how to lose your life. Let me just show you something. How caught up are the Lord began to show me. The Lord's been showing me for weeks and months how really caught up we are in our own life. And I want to, I want you, I'm just going to, I'll give you some, 
I ain't got this perfected, but I can give you the wisdom that the Lord it's called, you know, I, I, just because I don't know what to do, what the Lord showed me, I mean, I always do them, amen, and things like that. But, but you know, it, or it's easy that I've perfected them. Here's what the Lord has been telling me. If you want to know how much you are in this world, start looking at the things that affect you. What's worth the problem at? What upsets you? Just like Sister Lee, what's upsetting you? You, you get what's upsetting you is that's got you. Yeah. You've not sold out to Jesus in that area. It didn't upset me one bit when I walked off that job at the steel mill for 27 years. It didn't upset me one. It didn't upset me one bit. Was I scared? Was I that? Yeah, but it didn't upset me. I wasn't upset. Then I have to, you know, that didn't upset me. I knew that was the will of God. He spoke to me and told me to do it. And everything was good, fine. And then, you know, something. And then, then sometimes, sometimes finances upset me. I have to give my finances to the Lord. You understand that? That upsets me. That that keeps me. You you know, I have I have children. I have grandchildren. Sometimes their life affects me. So I, you got to understand, if it keeps me upset, then I've got to give everything to the Lord. You understand? And I can't walk in what God wants me to walk in long enough because you're pondering on that. You won't forsake all. That's what Jesus meant when he said, you got to forsake husbands, wives, children. you got to forsake. He didn't mean you just got to run off and leave them. That's not the Bible way. you got you got to give it to the Lord, forsake that. And search after something in God. Amen. For this is no longer your problem anymore. It, becomes, it really becomes His problem. You've forsaken your carnality, your worry. You've forsaken that. You're seeking after something in God. Where nothing else affects you except laying hold. Like Sister Lisa was talking about. Paul said he was apprehended by something. His life is no longer his own. Amen. Forsaking all things. Amen. Giving up, letting, you know, searching after something. In Hebrews 11, it talks about, you know, these fathers and people of faith. You know, it says that they were sojourning, they were pilgrims. In a land. That's what the Lord. We use that scripture like we're just passing through this. Amen. And we got a home in heaven. That's not what it means. Amen. These people went on and died. The Bible says they did not receive their promise. They did not receive their promise. Dying was not. And going to heaven was not receiving their promise. Getting land. Getting authority. Getting. uh, Having a lineage in the natural was not their promise. They received that. They received the natural promises of God. But there's a spiritual promise in God that only one man had to inherit. And it was Jesus. It says in the book of Acts that Jesus received the promise of the Holy Ghost. The same God that raised him up was the same God that preached to Abraham the gospel of the kingdom. There's no other gospel. The gospel of the kingdom. Amen. 
He had his problems trusting God sometimes, just like we do. Jesus was made after that same seed. He came after that seed of Abraham. Amen. But he believed in that promise. That same gospel that he... Yes, there's a gospel of power. We we, we had the healing revivals and and had power and and, and the gospel preached and manifested like that. Yes, and and, and been a witness. But there is so much more. Amen. If you got power to do one miracle, I mean, it don't take no more power to do one miracle than it does another. Wow. If God has ever used you to heal the sick, you can still heal the sick if God, if it's God's will to use you with that, He'll anoint you to do it. Amen. We lost one bit of I mean, that right there, but God wants to do something else to us. He just don't want us to give us these gifts. He wants us to raise. He wants Christ to be formed in us so that we can receive a promise. Amen. I don't know about you, but I know what man was created for. Man was created for the Spirit of God to dwell in him. Not just one man was created for that, but all the human race was created to have a relationship with God and the fullness of God to dwell in every human being. Every human being. That's what He created that for. That's why He created man. To live in. The Spirit of God is not limited. The Spirit of God... He can fill all of us, amen. And it's still, it, it'll still be the same power. The power is not watered down. The power is not weakened. The fullness of God will fill all things, amen. We see Jesus. He laid hold of that promise. He became that, amen. He is the Godhead, dwelt bodily now in Christ Jesus. And like Pastor said last night, you know, he never ministered. People, you've got to wrap your mind. You've got to, you got to lose your mind and get this mind of Christ so you can see this. There's no, that, that's the only way you can do. People have tried to figure out the Scriptures over and over again. And they say, it's a mystery. Well, I don't understand that. How you can do Jesus said, I go to the Father last so you can do the same works that I do and greater. Because I go to the Father, I send to the Father. But... So you can do greater works than I am. But yet nobody can ever figure out. I have not seen here, not heard, it's entered into the heart of me. The things that God has prepared, has for us, that He's going to reveal to us by the Spirit. Paul wrote that. Paul knew all the works of Jesus. Paul had a mighty ministry. He's seen the work of God, but yet he still said, I have not seen, hear, not heard, nor entered into the heart of man. You know why? Because the fullness of God never entered into when, I entered, when, I, when the Spirit of God and the fullness entered into the heart of the man, the heart of the man is no longer there. His will is no longer there. He can no longer be drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Amen. It's not there. Amen. Amen. It's not there. 
See, it's never entered into the heart of man. It's got to be revealed, got to be revealed by the Spirit. In other words, <laughs> our desires are gone. That man sold out. That man has become so. That man is. Uh, that man, if you want to say it like this, people, people talk about people possessed with the devil. How about being possessed with God? Amen. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about possessions a bad thing, but God wants to possess the people. That's why he purchased you. Through, that's why Christ purchased you so he could possess you. Yes. Amen. I want him to possess me. Yes. Amen. I want him, I, you know, I, we just got to yield to it. We got to have, we got to, we got to pray. We got to ask. We got to seek his face. And then we got to get out of the way and let that, let that spirit come in us. And then walk. Trust, believe. That clothing tongue of fire fell on them at the day of Pentecost. What if none of them ever spoke? You think that spirit of God just come on them and they, they had to yield to it. They was a yielding to it, Pastor. They was a yielding to that spirit of God. They was a yielding to the preaching. They was a yielding to that. They had to do something and they began to go out there and minister in that. They yielded to it. It didn't come on them and make them do what they didn't want to do. They yielded to it. The spirit of God ain't never did nothing to you that you ain't yielded to, amen. You, you know, it, you ain't never spoken a tongue. You ain't never preached a message. You ain't never did to it under the anointing. And, and like Sister Lee said, the unknown Holy Ghost to you yielded to it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. I got to get out of the way. Come on, Pastor. I get out. <laughs> hey, come on. Stand up. Get Pastor. I'm excited. Amen. Thank you.